Hello, this is Dr. David Friedman, host of To Your Good Health Radio. This episode is being brought to you by Carnivora. Everyone has heard the saying, beauty is only skin deep. However, many of the beauty products people use contain harmful toxins that can go much deeper. Some cause obesity, organ dysfunction, hormone imbalances, even cancer. Could the creams, lotions, and cleansers you use on a daily basis be inhibiting you from looking and feeling your best? Today, we have special guest with us, David Avocado-Wolf, author of The Beauty Diet. He's going to share five secrets to attaining ageless beauty from the inside out. Don't go anywhere. It all starts now. It's To Your Good Health Radio with number one best-selling author and renowned wellness expert, Dr. David Friedman, changing lives just for the health of it. Our next guest is a world-renowned, highly sought-after health and longevity expert. He's appeared on hundreds of broadcast programs and print media, including CNN's Anderson Cooper 360, Men's Health, Women's Day, and Vegetarian Times, just to name a few. His Facebook fan base reaches over 12 million people, making one of the most widely commented, clicked, and shared social media sites in the world. He's earned degrees in law, mechanical and environmental engineering, and political science, as well as a master's degree in Living Food Nutrition. He's appeared in numerous breakthrough documentaries, including Food Matters, Hungry for Change, and Raw for Life. He's also the national spokesperson for the number one best-selling kitchen appliance, the Nutribullet. Here to talk about his latest book, The Beauty Diet, Unlock the Five Secrets of Ageless Beauty from the Inside Out. Welcome to the show, David Avocado-Wolf. Thank you. Great to be on the show and excited about this book. I finally got it into my hands last night, the physical version. I'm so oh. excited about it. Oh, I just recently have that feeling. There's nothing, there's nothing like it. You know, all that hard work and it's in the palm of your hand. It's awesome. So congratulations. Yeah, so many of, yeah, so many of our health-oriented listeners, they're listening now, and they're already sticklers to eating organically. We've talked about it for many years and avoiding chemicals and antibiotics and hormones in their food, yet they'll use personal care or cosmetic products without thinking twice. Now, in your book, you share how the average female applies 168 chemicals to her body every day. Enlighten us on why this is a concern and what can be done about it. Okay, well, one of the most important things is when you eat something, your liver has a pass at it. So your liver has a chance to detoxify it. So if you ate something that had lead in it or phthalates, at least your liver has a pass at it. When it goes on your skin, your liver does not get a pass at it. So it can go directly through your skin into your blood and be affecting you, for example, like like BPA. We all know about BPA. It's an endocrine disrupting toxin. And it uses a plasticizer binder in plastics that could go right through your skin. Like you, you know, it's on receipt paper. So you rub it on your fingers and go right into you and it's affecting your blood and your chemistry immediately. That's true with many different beauty products that contain phthalates, parabens, xenoestrogens, many different VOCs, lead, um, it's in sunscreens. I mean, this stuff, you've got to be careful what you put on your skin. And actually, it's a huge, this is probably one of the biggest trends, actually, in all, of, in all of women's health is this complete shift over to more consciously created body care products. Right. Yeah, you bring up a good point. It's on the skin. It, it bypasses that garbage disposal, which is the liver, which processes it. goes right in the bloodstream. So that makes a lot of sense. Is it possible for people to detox and get these chemicals that you just mentioned out of their bodies once they're in? Absolutely. That's I've, I've more. You know, it's interesting, Doc. Like over the years, the detoxification protocols have become much more popular, and people are much more interested. And I'm much more interested in teaching about it because it's more important than ever. 
We are so toxic. I mean, another um, statistic I put in the beauty diet was that we've introduced 77,000 synthetic chemicals into our environment since 1944. Wow, that's crazy. We don't yeah. even know, like, you know, what are what's the what's the effect of one of these? Well, what about twenty of them all together at once on you know on on one you know the the membrane of one cell? I mean, it's, we don't know, but we do know we are toxic, and we've got to detoxify regularly. And right now is the best time. It's spring cleaning time, right? The beginning of spring. Yeah. So this is a great time to do a cleanse and a fast and to get those detox substances in, like charcoal, which I want to talk about. Yeah. Okay. So charcoal would be one that you mentioned. So people can detox. Would that be your go-to pick? Would be charcoal number one? That'd be my go-to pick. I would go to a to an activated charcoal. If someone feels like a lot of people tell me they get up in the morning and they feel toxic. They feel it, right? And they're telling me that. And I'm like, okay, yeah, that's a really good case. Lots of water, activated charcoal, sea salt, and lemon. Okay. And if you can make that warm, it's really nice. It's very easy on your body. And you'll feel it. You'll start to go, whoa. All of a sudden, you wake up. Um, I've been doing this with, with professionals, especially business people. Instead of drinking coffee in the morning, I make them a charcoal drink in the wow. morning. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> and then we all go about our business. This is usually when I'm in Toronto. And um, then we all come back at the end of the day and like, well, what happened? Instead of you having your coffee, we you this charcoal drink. What happened? And it's it's amazing what I've been getting. The, the testimonials have been interesting for sure. Oh, that's great. You know, I know the beauty industry isn't like the food industry and they don't have to divulge their ingredients. Are there any like proactive steps people can take to find natural chemical-free products? Yeah, you want to make sure there's no hidden ingredients like parabens or phthalates, VOCs, lead, um, I, I put a whole list in this book of like how stuff sneaks into beauty products like aloe vera extracts, for example. Right. There can be all kinds of binders and fillers in there. Um, I, I basically have at this point, I just try to promote certain companies. And I, I don't want to do that here, you know, just like suddenly go, this is the best company because there's many good ones. Right. But there's ones that I've been familiar with for 20 years. And so I kind of go, you know, that's where I would recommend going because I know they don't use chemicals or binders or preservatives in any of their products. That's great. But they have that avenue in your book to find that because, you know, it, it, like I said, it's, sometimes it's not on the label. It's not required to be. So you want someone that stands behind their work that have been doing this, that's been researched by you. Right. So I give them all the tools, like, look for this, look for that. Right. Um, you know, like, especially you've got to look at, you know, there's stuff that sneaks in, like sorbates. You know, sorbates are highly absorbable. You know, that's kind of the thing about sorbates is like, you know, it's like a fat and water soluble. So you've got to be careful. Any product you put on your skin that has like polysorbate, you know, 20 or, you know, polysorbate right. 80 or whatever, highly absorbable and that means it's taking everything in that product into your tissue into your blood with you you know that's just one of the things that i get into in this book wow now a person's appearance is often a result of the diet they're eating and hence the term you are what you eat what are some examples of like aging foods that should be eliminated because that has a lot to do with skin and our, our looks as well well, we know that this this runaway sugar stuff, like the high fructose corn syrup, all the isolated sugars, the sugar that's in, in soda pop, that's the one of the worst offenders of all. It causes wrinkles, it causes aging, it can create um, the t when the tissue binds together. You know, it's that that age related wrinkle that you you can't you can't get rid of it because it's it's been created by the um, the sugar binding right. into the connective tissue. So. 
as we age, you know, when you're younger, you know, it's easier to get away with. But once you get to about 40, all of a sudden your body goes, wait, we can't deal with all the sugar or whatever. So we have to go back more on the ketogenic style diet. Mm-hmm. Not that you shouldn't have carbohydrates. You should, but they should be really good quality carbohydrates like berries or really good quality um, I like roots, so I'm a big fan of sweet potato as a carbohydrate source. Right. And you know, because I live half the year in Hawaii, taro, the you know the super carbohydrate of the Polynesian race, also very powerful, very malleable, and that gets you away from like wheat and corn and some of these really. I'd say troublesome products because not only from the lectins that they contain, but also it's because of the the possibility of them being genetically modified, the possibility of them having a runaway glycemic index. Because even just regular corn and wheat, you know, when you process it, it has a it's glycemic, right? It, it has a yeah. delayed sugar effect, but it can spike your blood sugar just like fruit can, but it takes maybe an hour instead of twenty minutes. Right. So if people, you know, you mentioned the charcoal that's good for detox. Is there certain foods they should grab that are really good for detoxing and beautifying their skin? Number one thing is is fiber. So for most of us, the you know, we've got to have a salad a day, right. preferably two salads a day. So once you get to a certain age, my re- strong recommendation is you start working your way towards one meal a day, like one major meal a day. You can have a little snack in the morning or a smoothie or something like that, but... When you're in your 50s, 60s, you know, start trying to think about, okay, how do we get down to one meal a day? And that meal should have a salad always because that fiber is a binding agent, a drawing agent, and it's a cleaner. It's kind of like going, taking your car to a, a car wash. You know, you get all that fiber is like all those different brushes and those spinning things that are going through your intestines and cleaning stuff out. That's how I, I look at it. Then that helps to draw off the toxins out of your body. Fiber is a drawing agent just like charcoal is. Right. Um, but but you know, fiber is more accessible to people. People are like, okay, I can eat a salad. That makes sense, and it's just—it's a critical piece. You know, and I'm glad you bring that up because it's fiber. I—I I, have a, I had a patient say, Doc Freeman, uh, is I want to ask, is two bowel movements normal? And I go, well, actually, three a day would be better. But yeah, two's not bad per day. She goes, no, no, I meant per week. I'm like, per week? <laughs> and her skin, her skin was all broken out. So I got her on this fiber diet. I told her to eat more fiber. And I mean, in three weeks, her skin cleared out and she started having more bowel movements. So you're right. This stuff builds up and it gets into our skin if we don't eliminate. This is the thing about detoxification is we got to get back to like, what's the basic method of detoxification? Bowel movements, deep breathing, right. urine, sweating, Go in there first. Let's think about those things first. So I like to do a lot of sweating where I get into a sauna, then go out in the cold and into the sauna, out in the cold, that, you know, hot, cold expansion contraction, plus the sweating. Um, Bowel movements, I agree with you. Two a day is like, well, that's okay, but really should be three or four or even four. Five. Yes. If you're having five a day, you're losing weight, which is really a good sign. Yeah, it's not, yeah. You know, it's funny. It's funny. People eat three times a day, and they they don't realize they have to eliminate three times a day. Where's that stuff going? It's not three times a week, as some of these people do. It's it's atrocious. Some of this, I believe. Let me ask you. One of the beauty uh, factors that you discuss in the book is balancing hormones. Share with the listeners what do hormones have to do with our appearance? Hormones are signalers, and they are probably the strongest activators of our sexuality. I mean, this, the, the sex hormones like progesterone and testosterone and some of the ones we, you know, we've heard about, even to, you know, vitamin D3 and even right. thyroid hormone that really activate once we go through puberty, those have a very strong effect on our cellular signaling. So they're telling the cell, like, hey, we're young, we're healthy, we can get pregnant, we're, you know, we're happy. 
But once we get to a certain age and those things start to die off, like we don't have as much testosterone available, we don't have as much progesterone available in a woman, or you know, not as much DHEA. DHEA, for example, is a memory hormone, so that's closely associated with our ability to remember and recall things immediately. Which you know, sometimes postmenopausal or even post-pregnancy, women can be like, I can't quite, what's, I can't quite recall and memory. And so we need certain nutrients, and we also need to be aware that, hey, maybe we need to have our hormones checked and see where we're at. For example, I've found that progesterone cream for a postmenopausal woman who's got thyroid problems, low progesterone, estrogens are higher than progesterone in, you know, in terms of the ratio, and so therefore they're getting hot flashes. Progesterone cream can be like a lifesaver and take the burden off of the thyroid, take the burden off of dealing with this estrogen load because one progesterone molecule neutralizes 300 estrogens and get them back to the basically back to where nature is going. Oh, you're still you're still ready to have a baby. Okay, we're we'll keep you young. That's kind of the idea is that we want to keep our hormone profile similar to what it was when we were 25 or 30. You know, not because when, once we get to like 65 or 70, all of a sudden, you know, nature is going, hey, it's time for you to leave. You know, it's like you're, you had your day. And we have to make that decision that we're going to keep our hormone system healthy. And we've got to do that in a number of ways. One is just clean nutrition and, and detoxification. Two is making sure we get the real bad offenders out, like the phthalates and the plastics and the xenoestrogens. We've got to obviously keep moving and get the fat off because fat tissue itself, produces estrogens and can actually be glandular like that. Right. And then we might go, geez, maybe I should take a little bit of progesterone cream or, you know, something that's going to keep my body, you know, for a woman in her 60s or 70s, going to keep my body like going, hey, we're still young. It's still, you know, we're signaling the cells that we're still 35. So that's my overall approach. That I, That's in a nutshell what's described in that chapter. Before we continue, I want to remind everyone that this episode is being brought to you by Carnivora. You know, for over two decades, I've interviewed experts with the hopes of bringing optimal health to you, my listeners. Unfortunately, that's not what's happened. Every guest that comes on contradicts the previous expert, leaving everyone, including me, more confused. Some say count calories, and then others tell us to follow a keto diet. And of course, there's the paleo versus plant-based diet debate. They tell us to right, no turn left, but guess what? There's one thing we all agree on. All the experts agree inflammation is the root cause of all disease. Even a lack of energy or difficulty sleeping could be from internal inflammation. This is why I'm excited to share a wonderful product that I take to keep my immune system and inflammation in check. It's called Carnivora, made from extracts of the Venus flytrap. This plant-based nutritional powerhouse helps lower inflammation and support a healthy immune system. If you want to decrease inflammation and boost your immune system, order Carnivora today at Carnivora.com. Say goodbye to internal inflammation, boost your immune system, and start living the healthy life that you deserve. Carnivora.com. Right. Good, good points. And you know, we can't talk about beauty without discussing something that causes the wrinkles, gray hair, belly fat, and even shortens our lifespans. Stress. Share why you devote an entire chapter. You have an entire chapter in your book on this topic, and what can we do to reduce some of this aging stress? Okay, so big one is 
movement, you know, emotion and movement is very connected to each other, or emotion and motion. So staying moving, yoga, getting upside down, very important to flip that blood flow around. So a big part of my stress chapter is inversions. Mm -hmm. Another big thing that I get into in here is getting into cold water. Now, you know, people are like, oh, you know, I've got all this stress and whatever. I'm like, you get, you jump in that ice cold lake right now, you're, that stress is gone because you're, you can't even figure out how to get out of there quick enough. It, you know, it's like you, it immediately neutralizes all this, the electromagnetic storm that's going on in our brains and our right. bodies when we jump into cold water. So that hot, cold thing that I've been talking about is really a hot topic now, pun intended, um, <laughs> It's becoming it's becoming one of the biggest subjects talked about in the natural health movement. This you know Wim Hof, my friend over there in, in Holland, uh, my finally he broke through with this message. I've been trying to get this message out there for 20 years. You got to go into cold cold showers, for example, to get your body reset so you're out of stress. Because a lot of this stress is is basically an irritation. It's an electromagnetic irritation. The cold water has more negatively charged electricity in it than anything else around us. Like jump in a cold ocean, jump in a cold shower, it immediately neutralizes that stress. So that's another big part of that chapter. Yeah. Another is just focus. You know, it's a big. You know, what we focus on grows, as you know. Um, you couldn't be a success like you are without that understanding. It's like some people know that intuitively. You know what you put your attention on expands, and a lot of times we're focusing too much on ourselves. That stress increases. We start focusing on our support of others, creating for others, working for others. That takes the stress off because suddenly we're in service and we're out of our own fight or flight response. Right. And, you know, most people take those warm, hot showers. So it's interesting you bring up cold, but cold's a vasoconstrictor. So all that external blood, when you go into hot, I mean, a cold bath, a cold shower, brings the blood to the heart, the liver, the organs that we need it to. So, you know, that's bringing right. it right to the peripheries or the inside as well. That's yep. great. Now, I do, I do want to mention, you, you talk in your book, you have a section called The Truth About Tap Water. And, you know, so many people trust their city water that is put under these stringent testing and filtering before it reaches their home. Tell us why people need to be more concerned about their water supply and not so trusting. Okay, one number one thing is that our water systems are aging. So, for example, I was in Long Island doing a talk, and uh, there was a gal. You know, she she was she, she listened to what I'm saying. She's like, I think there's something wrong with my tap water. So she comes up to me at the lunch break and she says, "I'm going to go because I told her tap the the pipes in the basement, like hit the pipes with a wrench, and then turn her faucet on." And she came back with a cup of that water after lunch, and it was gross. Like how much corrosion's on the inside of aged pipes. That's something to consider. Right. It can't be ignored because our cities are aging and the pipes are aging. Two, where is this tap water coming from? Well, a lot of it is contaminated now, we know, with heavy metals. We, I mean, look at the Michigan, Flint, Michigan situation. Lead, we know that the, it's contaminated with pharmaceutical drugs right. and pharmaceutical debris and even birth control pills. And the, the worst one, I've just got to save this one for the last, but this is the craziest thing ever. Our tap water is contaminated. Actually, the number one contaminated thing in, about our tap water is it's contaminated with toilet paper. And it's not <laughs> really? new toilet paper. Oh. <laughs> Look into it. It's oh, yuck. so scary. <laughs> oh. So you 
got to get a filter, or you're going to become a filter. So critical. Get a filter, or you're going to become a critical. You're going to become a filter. So that's the that's the phrase that I use in my book. Is like, get a filter, or you're going to become a filter. Because in order for us to stay young and beautiful, right. it's all about hydration. It, that's so key. But you can't get hydrated on. I mean, God, this water is scary. It truly is scary. What's being sold to us is tap water. You got to filter it. I think you just created this great visual that people are brushing their teeth and then they're rinsing their mouth out with toilet paper water. <laughs> nice fresh breath and then they swish it out and they get toilet paper and who knows where that toilet paper's been. So it's a good vision, but it's so true. You know, it's it's not filtered as you said. You've got to get you got to take uh, proactive steps. You can't be trusting that the city's doing their job. And like you said, even if they are, you got these pipes that are going God knows how many miles that are filled with stuff. So that's a good point. Let me ask you. I know you're a vegetarian and a huge raw food advocate. Have you found that people that consume a lot of animal foods don't age as gracefully as vegetarians do? Yeah, I have actually. I mean, what happens is, is you know, you come to it, what what I'm finding more and more is people in that group are coming to me going, I need to get off the meat for like a month. What do I do? Right. I'm, that's like that's another mega trend going on. Or this one, I want to do ketogenic. I've been doing ketogenic, but I want to do vegan ketogenic diet. What do I do? That's another major thing that's going on, you know, in, in our culture. So that's good. That's a good sign. Generally, you know, what what's happening, and there's more and more research. I was listening to a doctor talking about heart attacks last night. And the constraint of the acidity that can create a heart attack, and that's where you got to be real careful with these animal products. Is the acidity, the byproducts, the acids are very aggressive, and it can cause a hyperconstriction. And when you're vegetarian, that's why vegetarians associated with yoga. Right. Because it just makes you loose, and you're eating, you know, nine servings of vegetables a day instead of one or two. That makes a difference over time, right? So you've got all these potassium salts and the things that make you alkaline magnesium, for example, in that vegetable food, and it makes you more relaxed and calmer, and, you know, your body is more open. So you have to – I'm not against, you know, if people are like, oh, I've got to eat meat. It's like, okay, let's get you to the better quality stuff for right. sure, like get you to, you know, open field real – buffalo versus like cow that's in a factory farm or to get you real you know like half the year i'm in hawaii we got wild chickens running everywhere like yeah come over here and eat these chickens there's too many of them Uh, (laughs) and they're all wild that's what you want not this you know factory farm stuff as you know yeah that's a good point now i know you're the spokesperson for the nutribullet which i use at least three times a week what's a good beauty boosting smoothie someone can make is there something that they're pressed for time they can throw it in there and mix that up Awesome. Great question. So, you know, the Nutribullet and, and I, it's been running since 2010 since we put that project together. And it's been the most successful thing I think I've ever been involved in in my life. So super fun. The basic formula that really broke the Nutribullet through is what I came up with over 20 years on the road. And it was, and it's this formula. You want an electrolyte rich base, which is going to be in our case, is coconut water because we have access to it. It's everywhere now. Like, right. what a breakthrough. I mean, yeah. for me, trying to drive coconut water for 25 years, finally, we got that breakthrough. So coconut water is the base. Green leafy vegetables. So some kind of green leafy vegetable, like a handful of spinach, a handful of kale. It could be lettuce. It could be something simple. You, you, know, you really like like parsley or cilantro. And then berries. That combination right there is like the super nutriblast. It's the basis of the formula. So the berries, you've got high fiber, you've got high antioxidant, you've got moderate to low carbohydrate, which is, you know, that's a very important characteristic for a fruit. That's what we right. want. The green vegetables, you're still getting the fiber because this, 
Nutrible, it's a blender. It's not a juicer. Everything's still there, but that fiber's broken down so it can do its job better because it's in smaller pieces. It's like chewing the food 10,000 times instead of 10 times. Um, and then you're getting those that alkalinity, the calcium and magnesium, which is the basic thing in the in the green vegetable, of course, the chlorophyll as well. And then the coconut water is your electrolytes. That formula right there has been consumed by millions of users of the NutriBullet, and the testimonials we get from that is crazy. Just do that once a day. That's all you got to just meal replace. Do that right there once a day, and you'll find out. You know, how you feel better, lighter, happier, more energy, more hydrated. You're, it's And then what happens is people go, can I do two of those a day? I'm like, yeah, do two a day. And, like, don't cut the food down and do more of that, more liquids. Um, that's just kind of a prerogative, in my opinion, to stay younger. Once you get mm-hmm. in your 40s, you've got to start getting on that program. Yeah, and plus we think about it more when we're in our 40s and 50s. So when you're young, you don't really think about it. So that's hopefully that opened up a lot of uh, listeners' ears. I, I got to ask you, I, I've been doing this this hosting radio for 18 years, and it's been frustrating to hear so much contradicting information from leading health experts. You know, this culinary conundrum is why I wrote my book. And many of today's leading plant-based diet advocates tell us, one was on last week, to stay away from avocados because they're fattening and create inflammation. Who else can I turn to but you, David Avocado Wolf, to set the record straight? <laughs> For those that love avocados like myself, are we heading to an early grave or are we okay? You are better than okay. You know, avocados are, are related to olives and have a similar history, and but one's an old world, one's in the new world. And if you look into the power of avocados to fight inflammation, I mean, the PUFAs, polyunsaturated fatty acids in avocados, are some of the best in all of nature. The fat-soluble carotenoids that are already present in the avocado, like lutein and even chlorophyll, you know, that green band on the outside of the avocado, you know, when you cut it in half, you see that green band just under the right. skin, that's chlorophyll. Fat soluble. I mean, that you can't hardly beat those types of antioxidants because these are some of the toughest pigments in nature, the carotenoids, but and chlorophyll as well. But they're very difficult to absorb typically because they'll come, for example, like a tomato. That's a juicy fruit. It's really a fruit. It's not a vegetable, but let's just say it, but it's juicy. So in order to get that that lycopene, which is a carotenoid, that red pigment from a tomato, you need oil and fat. You need some something like an avocado to have with it or olive oil to have with it, whereas the avocado already has it with it. Right. So it's almost a complete meal in and upon itself. And that's why people will turn to, you know, this is one of the most popular lunches now, half an avocado for lunch. Put a little, put a little sea salt in your avocado, have a little bit of salad, and boom, you're, you're ready to rock and roll for, for a lunch. And that way we're avoiding meat, we're avoiding cheese, we're avoiding all those heavy calories. There's nothing about the, you know, the avocado that's fattening. I mean, that's what the, these ketogenic diet breakthroughs have really taught us is like we need actual fat. It's when we mix fat and sugar or have too much sugar and the sugar stays around our blood too long that's when the problems start right so there you have it folks from the poster child of avocado himself it's okay to eat it i know you heard we'll not name names but you heard a guest that i interviewed uh, last time say stay off of them but you know i eat so many avocados i'm thinking of changing my name to david avocado friedman you're starting a trend because <laughs> Go ahead. I was just thinking, I, there's, there was a gal who came up to me at one of my events, and she said, 
She's like, you know, I go by the name Avocado Tomb. I was like, yeah, we need more of you. That's, that's awesome because we really need more kind of superhero names out there because that's kind of what it takes today to really break out of the mold. You have to kind of have a super heroic effort and be like, look, I need to dump all these old friends that are like the worst ever and they're not helping me out or these old diets or these old ways of living and get and step into something new and healthy. And sometimes that takes a super heroic effort. I, I realize that and see that all the time. And sometimes people are like, I got to change my name, got to change my life. I got to move out of this old town yeah. and get to where I need to get to. So all that's okay. It's just, you know, whatever you need to do to save yourself is, is all good. That's awesome. Awesome stuff. And the minute we have left, is there anything else you'd like to share? Why should people order the beauty diet? This is the summation of all my research. So for example, you know, some of my, my greatest clients like Woody Harrelson, this is this is what I've taught him over the years, all these principles right here. He gave me a great quote on this book, actually. And um, it, it it's a summation of 25 years of work. So this is what's interesting about books today, is that books today are more powerful than ever before because they become like the, the almost the um, brick-and-mortar um, – it's like your your testimony, right? right? Like this is my 25 years of testimony in brick and mortar. It's actually a physical book now. So that in the old days, you'd have to like get somebody, you'd have to put a book out in the store that was simple to understand so people could come to you and then learn more. Now it's kind of the opposite. Now it's like all in the book because hardly anybody ever reads anymore, right? So I right. made it like that so you can open to any page and there's something there. It's like one of those like you know magical books where you just like okay, flip it open and just like read that sentence. Um, so it's been designed with that in mind and dense. Um, there's a lot there. That's awesome. Well, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, we'd love to have you back. You're welcome back anytime. And uh, to thanks, get Doc. it was been it's been great. And I I hear that you're a drummer, so we can talk about drums next time. It's a it's an absolute oh. passion for me. And it gets rid of stress, and it helps burn calories. I mean, we may be under a new diet together, the drumming diet. <laughs> yes, you should work that one out. That's, That's awesome. great. To get David Avocado's Wolf's new book, The Beauty Diet, Unlock the Five Secrets of Ageless Beauty from the Inside Out, go to beautydietbook.com. And after you order your book at beautydietbook.com, be sure and check out his website, davidwolf.com, to get his latest health news, recipes, and articles. You can follow him on Facebook and Instagram at David Avocado Wolf. And maybe all of us together, we can increase his 12 million followers to 13 million. Let's see if we can do that for him. On Twitter, you can follow him at David Wolf. And for my daily health news you can use, follow me on Twitter and Facebook at Dr. David Friedman. On Instagram, I'm at Health Radio Doc. And if you heard David share information today that somebody you know just needs to hear, send them a link to this podcast available at toyourgoodhealthradio.com. Peruse our podcast library and share these segments of interest with friends, family, coworkers, and on social media. This information is too important to keep to yourself, so share, share, share. You can also subscribe to our podcast on iHeartRadio. Radio and iTunes. More to come. Stay tuned and stay well.